thrusters won't stop firing. I think I'm being followed. My dad is turning green, like literally green. My last nav check put me on the range point four. This is control. Be reasonable. Keep calm and remain on the guard frequency. Welcome, pilots. You're tuned to the Guard Frequency, because as all good pilots know, when you're out in the deep black, you want to keep one ear on the guard. This is episode 202 of the Best Damn Space Sim Podcast Ever, recorded on Friday, February 23rd, and made available for download on Tuesday, February 27th, 2018, over at GuardFrequency.com. I'm Ken Shadow. I'm Tony. And I'm Jeff. And Tony's in the audio booth making things sound smooth like floor wax. So that means Ken Shadow starts the spiel now. Remember, folks, guard frequency is not a one-way conversation. We welcome your comments over at guardfrequency.com and discord.guardfrequency.com. You can also reach out to us on Twitter at guardfreak or facebook.com forward slash guardfreak. Your feedback's an important part of what we do, so hit us up. Tell us what's on your mind. If you like what you hear, you can subscribe to our shows at feeds.guardfrequency.com or by searching for us on iTunes. And if you're not doing anything on Friday nights, then you should by all means come and join us at 10 p.m. Central as we record Guard Frequency Live over at twitch.tv forward slash guardfreak. Do you like what we do? Want to help us make the best damn space in podcast ever? Please consider supporting our show by visiting our website, clicking on that Patreon logo, and becoming a regular subscriber. We want to thank all our Patreons who support us week on week, and we hope that you consider joining them, because the more support we get, the better show we can make. Just head over to our website and click on the big Patreon logo to help out. And don't forget about our sister productions, Priority One and Heroes Rise. Priority One covers all things Star Trek, from the TV series to the MMO, the novels, the movies, and everything in between. Be sure and check them out over at PriorityOnePodcast.com. Our latest endeavor, Heroes Rise, brings you up to date with the world of Dungeons and Dragons. Learn all about the latest publications, tools, tips, tricks, and traps in less time than it takes to skin a wyvern. Head over to HeroesRisePodcast.com to discover their secrets. So the housekeeping is done. Let's get to the show. What do we got in store this week, Ken Shadow? In this week's flight deck, we bring you all the headlines from Simulated Space, including the latest news from Starfighter Inc., Elite Dangerous, and Star Citizen. Next, we'll get the news from the Deep Black with Spencer McDunn on Galactic Public Radio. Then Commander Kinetic Impulsor sends you on a bounty hunt in Nuggets for Nuggets. Then we continue with our audio adventure, Guard Frequency Origins, where our heroes may finally do something heroic. Finally, we open the feedback loop and let you join in on the fun. All right, lace up your booties, campers. It's time to hit the flight deck. 3175 Port Bay, hands on approach. Checkers green, call the ball. Here are the top news bits from the world of space sims. Starfighter Inc. is in an alpha testing phase with daily half-hour game sessions with the devs and Kickstarter backers. If hyper-real physics is your thing, then maybe check it out. Elite Dangerous will release 3.0 Beyond on February 27th, the same day that the show comes out. Coincidence? Ha! Probably. Star Citizen had more things to say about Vulcans on ATV. No, not the aliens, no. Not the guns. No, not the cars Jeff talked about last week. You know, their version of the Lacon Type 6. All right, so not a whole lot's happening this week. There was just not 
a lot going on. But I did want to talk about Starfighter Inc. Yeah, I did too because I yeah. I watched the videos and I and yeah. I'm suitably impressed. They are kicking the graphics up a notch. I mean, like their old Kickstarter stuff was very uh, well basic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basic. demo yeah. level. It was, it was very Star Foxy. Roll. That's a that's a good way of putting it. Actually, I I didn't think I about have that. Have polygons. Look at me. Yeah. But no, their their uh, their uh, videos were were pretty interesting. I, I must say, I will be watching this one with great anticipation. I pulled a quote from their Kickstarter thing that I kind of liked, and they said, "Alpha means feature complete and designates that all the game's functionality has been implemented. With a few features still being implemented, we haven't reached the full alpha milestone, but all the core gameplay features are in, so we're comfortable declaring a." Gameplay alpha. So I, alpha just doesn't mean alpha anymore. It just doesn't mean anything. Oh, I it know. Just, like, it's, it's, it's whatever you want it to be. Eh, we're an alpha. We have like a loading screen. We're an alpha. I've got Star Fox graphics. That's eh, an are, alpha. You know, I didn't look into it, but are they selling alpha slots now? I don't think so. I think they. Because I mean, it was kind of expensive to get into the alpha when you were on the Kickstarter, I think. It was like $120 or something like that. I, I'm not in it. I, I think I, I backed, but I backed at one of the small levels. It looks like the alpha is in fact closed. Uh, so it's got uh, there's no more uh, pledge buttons on their Kickstarter site. So you're if you're not in by now, you're kind of out. They are saying on the Kickstarter that April 2018 is their delivery expectation for for beta or for uh, alpha alpha. I think for alpha. So like I think I think like like probably full alpha. But I mean it's obviously. Subject to change, but that's April 2018 is the uh, promised date. You know, I, I was going to look, but I didn't look, but I was curious whether they got into Steam uh, Green, uh, whatever that... that uh, that's gone, right? That's gone, I think, oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people are doing them their, their own things, so they're going to, like, um, what Descent did and, and went to uh, Brightlocker, where the whole point of Brightlocker is it's like a separate service for Greenlight, but there's no... Like the green light stuff, people, too many people were pissed about it, so they stopped doing it. Yeah, it's 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 hard to quality control that kind of stuff. I mean, you know, when when thousands and thousands of people are on your platform and and they're again, it's a label thing, right? You know, what what's early access? What's green light? Well, <laughs> this is kind of a back ended way of getting to this discussion or, or topic. You know, talking about green light and steam and all that. But at the beginning of the month, or thereby uh, sometime in the middle of the month, Microsoft released their quarterly earnings. And there was some talk among the financials about what Microsoft should be doing. Well, the rumor mill is is that Microsoft should be buying a grade, a grade A game platform to bolster their other ends of some of their spectrums. The two yeah, names- if only it was tied to a console that they sold... Like, right. And then right. charge sixty have, bucks a year. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't have any triple game uh, play titles. So, the two <laughs> names that were the two names that were bandied about was EA and Steam. Steam. Yeah, I don't know. Like the way that the way that Gabe and like the Steam guys had this like weird communistic re- company thing. It, 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 hard, it makes it hard for me to believe they would they would sell out. Uh, at the same time, I mean, like it makes the most sense for them there. I don't. I never get Microsoft. Like they, they seem to keep making stores, yeah. and then keep shooting themselves in the foot with the stores. Like they require that anything sold in the stores uses their APIs and has to be at certain graphics level and all weird things like that. They just don't make a store and let people release things. They put a whole bunch of onus on developers that come into the store. 
people kind of poo-poo corporate culture like you know like you know that's not really a thing it's it's all dollars and cents and synergies and 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 you know but overlapping. it, bring, it, it but, bring it does i mean they, these were serious talks about you know the purchase of like I, ea or and stuff so i'm sure they were serious but but attitude wise companies have to be able to you have to be able to mix the personnel right and right. the attitudes or else or else you know you're gonna right. buy you're gonna end up buying an empty shell if you want to buy somebody's name, that's fine. But if you want to buy a working asset, the the, the cultures have to merge. I don't, a little I don't bit. think Microsoft should buy EA. If I was going, if I was going to pick a company no. that Microsoft should buy and would make the most sense for them to and get the most bang for buck, it would be Activision. Uh, oh, you know, okay. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Blizzard. Well, Activision, Blizzard. I mean, but, they're on the same company, right? They're owned by Vivendi. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah they are. That's all, right. That's right. It, yeah. yeah. So yeah. So we were thinking the same thing. We we're just calling them different names. Yeah. Yeah, but they're but they've started merging Activision assets into the like the Blizzard downloader and stuff now with um, mm -hmm. Destiny, and uh, Destiny Two, and so I could see that as a long term strategy for you know premium Microsoft properties. They just make. You know the Blizzard downloader, like the front side, and then you can, you can dig into it for the other properties or something like that. But th that's such a such a highly respected product. I wasn't trying to hijack this whole conversation. I just I just found it interesting that you know this time next year the landscape for AAA games and and publishers might change. No, you're probably right. And so I mean, it, there really is kind of a division between the indie types and the the AAA type studios, which seem to be condensing. I mean, they seem to be sort of, you know, the, I mean, the numbers are shrinking. But when you look at Eidos or or um, uh, what's the other one uh, besides Eidos? Uh, oh, Ubisoft. You know, you consider those AAA producers, but we we rarely hear them in the news. Like, you don't hear much a lot of comment about them. or They may think that's good. <laughs> yeah, and that could be a very... Uh, EA, EA gets a lot of press for being crap. Right. So uh, I'm just wondering if uh, we're not considering what what could be. I mean, you know, Ubisoft would be a good a good buy, or Eidos would be a good buy. Well, I'm sure no matter what happens, Microsoft will be just fine because they live on every desktop in America, including the one recording the show. That's right. And and the reason they were talking about it is because they have billions in cash to spend right now, and they've got you know they've got all this you know reserves that they could do something with so what a terrible problem to have yeah hey did i tell you my starter went out last week hey microsoft <laughs> hey microsoft i'm at 600 bucks for a new starter i got an idea what you could do with some of that cash it's the same problem that apple has they're, 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 they, they've they've built up so much yeah. cash reserves yeah. it's investing it is actually a problem yeah they could they could swing markets by buying the wrong thing at the wrong right. time that's yeah. true again tough problem to have anyway we're kind of going far afield here <laughs> yeah. but that's yeah. that's i mean <laughs> but that's us but that's us <laughs> yeah that's us and it's literally like idle hands right i mean our big our big titles that aren't doing much today at least geared, geared up to drop the patch next week so you know next show we'll have some stuff to talk about but uh this week it's just there's just it's just kind of crickets out there which is why we did the format change so now that we have only a 10 minute flight deck hey no problem and on that note now that we're all caught up with the latest space sim news let's get caught up on space news with the headlines from galactic public radio Good evening from Galactic Public Radio on NCEATH. I'm Spencer McDunn, and these are the top headlines from around the known galaxy. A second federal imperial counteroffensive is underway in the Pleiades sector. 
For the latest, we go to Smooth Furnace in Deep Space. Thanks, Spencer. Another Thursday, another two stations attacked. Armstrong Enterprise in Ball and Bofoy Vision in Nauni are the latest casualties of the ongoing invasion. The Thargoid Vanguard is now comfortably within 200 light years of some of the most densely populated human worlds. Meanwhile, responsible parties may finally be waking up to the threat. Federal Admiral Aiden Tanner, chief military liaison of Aegis Research, officially confirmed that the Thargoids are targeting starports where Aegis laboratories are established and insisted that defensive measures will be increased at all starports where Aegis has a presence. Additionally, Federal and Imperial naval commanders are coordinating another counteroffensive in the Pleiades and Eratitis sectors. Have the Thargoids finally awakened the sleeping giant, or has the worm already gotten away from the bird? From deep in the Pleiades sector, I'm Smooth Furnace. Thank you, Smooth. With the successful provisioning of the Bulwark Project, a small group of independent pilots staged a temporary starport lockdown in Fabian City. Pilots complained of problems with their automated release docking clamps for a better part of an hour today, snarling traffic at the busy starport. An anonymous pilot stated, quote, Just when you think technology will do the job for you, it turns out you need humans' hands to get anything done. End quote. Reports of similar actions have not yet been verified, but appear to be spreading. As for comment on the protests, Federal Shadow President Felicia Winters released a statement, quote, I want to remind you that we are still some ways away from a fully automated defense force. The Bulwark Project's initial remit is simply to establish the economic and military feasibility of such an enterprise, end quote. Pilots Federation officials are concerned with the volume of narcotic sales in the Cellus Primus system. Recent reports indicate that only refined platinum outsells recreational pharmaceuticals in that system. While the Alliance government takes a dim view of the trade officially, enforcement of anti-drug laws are spotty at best. Pilots Federation recruiters are concerned that rookie pilots trained in that system are being exposed both to unscrupulous black market traders as well as the harmful effects of unsanctioned chemicals. While the problem has been known for the better part of a decade, and now takes on a new importance with the number of qualified pilots need to address the Thargoid return. For Galactic Public Radio, I'm Spencer McDunn. Good night. As you were, I'm Commander Kinetic Impulsor, here with the tips and tricks to get you around the deep black and back home again. This week, I'm covering bounty hunting in Elite Dangerous. We've heard some of your rooks had some trouble, so we scheduled some training. Blowing up bad guys is a great way to make some cash when you're first learning how to get around in the deep black, but knowing the right way to do it can be the difference between your future as a half-witted hotshot and a huge disappointment to your mother. So, you've learned how to raise your landing gear and not get shot down by port control when you land. Well, naturally, you rooks are ready to jump off the deep end and start collecting bounty tags. Well, I'm not going to stand in between young hotheads and their chance at fame and fortune. Well, at least recognition and solvency, anyway. Uh, but before you head out to the nearest compromised nav beacon or high-risk resource extraction site, 
Those were hints, by the way. Do yourself a favor and take a few more hints from a guy that's made a coin or two bringing ne'er-do-wells to their final desserts. First, load up for the long haul. This means that if you're hunting far from a starport, your consumable stores will dictate your endurance on the hunt. You won't be bringing home any bacon with dry multi-cannon magazines. If you're stocked up on raw materials, your ship can synthesize additional ammo for you, but once it's gone, it's gone. Many bounty hunters equip lasers for the ultimate in endurance hunting. As long as you've got reactor fuel, you've got ammo. Same goes for heat sinks, chaff packs, and shield cell banks. Keep a weather eye on your stocks and RTB when you run low. Second, bring a friend. There was an ancient pilot story uh, from the first century of powered flight, if I remember right, uh, contained a famous line, you never ever leave your wingman. While most of us have spent more than our share in the deep black by our lonesome, in combat having a second pair of eyes and another set of guns is essential. And when it comes to bounty hunting, it's profitable too. One pilot can paint the target with a basic scan or a kill warrant scanner to see if it's wanted and how much it's wanted for, while the other pilot waits to put shots on from a different vector. Then after the scout gets in a lick or two, both pilots mop up and both get the bounty. Half the work, all the profit. And because the data link supports up to four wingmen in a group, make it a quarter of the work. That is, if you can find three other pilots who will put up with you for that long. Third, and this is related to the first, don't push. When you've pulled your last cell bank and your holes in the low 40s, that deadly anaconda with the six-figure payout is a bad idea. There's nothing like pulling your ejection lever with a couple of million credits of bounties locked up in the gun camera. That's 15 seconds away from turning to plasma. Fold up your guns, get clear of the rings, mass lock, and RTB. The bad guys will keep showing up. The Pilots' Federation will keep paying out. Knowing when to knock it off can be the difference between getting that elite combat ranking and rebuying your fourth Viper Mark III in a week. Alright, quit sniffing your glue sticks and get changed to your flight suits. Skids up in 10. See you in the deep black. Come on, Mama's not gonna save you today, let's go! You wanna fly or not? Let's kick the tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. So, okay then. Yeah. Uh, uh, this ladder beside me is that up or down? That goes down. I don't want to go down, but I'll, I'll head back. How far can I go? Can, I can't get past the second doorway, right? Um, yeah, yeah, just barely. You can just barely pass. You, you might. The problem is that this guy might have a shot at you through the second door. Right, I'll just stay by the doorway, but behind the wall, so I'm not an easy shot. Like that. Close enough. I can ready a wax action. <laughs> If they come around the corner, <laughs> no problem. Put you right there. You're, you're, you, uh, he's gonna, he's gonna have to move to shoot you. He won't have to move very much, but he will have to move to shoot you, which is <coughs> what he's going to do on his next turn. Uh, will he which, have to come through the doorway? No, no, because it, it, you can, you can kind of see his elbow. If you want a ready a wax action, it means that you're right up next to the door, which means he doesn't have to move very far to, to get a, to get a long. Well, then I'll go back a couple steps so he has to go through the door to. Okay, so you want to be kind of, you want to be pretty much as close and to there as possible, and cra- uh, okay. Uh, Are you literally going to try and wax his ass? Is that what you're going for? I'm just trying to not get shot. Okay, ah. so I crouch right. as okay. much cover as possible. Yeah, it's it's not it's not a, it's not it. You what? Um, yeah, you're not you're not in a good spot there, Shiv. So I'm just I'm just telling you that right now. Uh, okay, so he so that's that'll end your turn right there. Uh, so he sees you. He sees you. He, he saw you duck around the corner. So he's gonna come out, 
come stick his nose out, kind of like what Lennon was doing earlier, and he's going to take a shot at you from behind the door here. And that will be... Pray for a bad roll, Shiv. That's all I'm saying. Nope, I'm dead. Uh, yeah, that's not... Uh, what is... Your dodge is what, two? Who no. Dodge is one? Uh, yeah... Um, again, I mean, you might you might get lucky here. It is as it was foretold. Ouch. Yeah. That so looks like uh, a high number. That's yeah, not lucky. Yeah. Shiv, Shiv is probably is down. What is your what is your? Nope. I got two hit points left. <laughs> I got twenty five. Oh, you got twenty five. That's right. You got the tough thing. Okay. Well, you're not. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So he sees I'm you. A trucker. That's right. Boom, boom, boom. And he's gonna duck back uh, into the room. Uh, you you lose sight of him as it, when he ducks back <laughs> into the room. Uh, but no, but Lennon, Lennon can see where he's at. Lennon can see him. So sweet. Yeah, you lose sight of him, but he uh, he's his uh, yeah he he he, uh, he he ducks around. He's worried about Shiv and has sort of neglected the guy that just blew the dog away. So that brings us back to the top of the. Uh, no, that brings us to Brian. <laughs> Red's Red's floor, hand of floor wax is smoldering now. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's he, he got lit up a little bit. Yeah, he's he's he got lit up a little bit. All right, the uh, guy in black. I use it to, to fill my wounds in. <laughs> he's he's used that just patched them Yeah, I, I'm gonna give you plus one hit point, Shiv. If you if you oh, if you yeah. if you floor wax if you wax if you wax one of your wounds, I'm gonna give you a plus one point back. Do it. All right. Do it. Floor uh, wax. It. Floor wax plus one. All right. Uh, but that but that uses but that uses up your floor wax. You no longer have a ball of that, floor that's wax. That's fine. Okay. He's gonna do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> he uses floor wax to. Stop the bleeding. To staunch the bleeding. Okay. Uh, Ken Sh- so Ken Shadow gets to... The guy that Vern, the man in black, the man is, in still, black. is still floating, right? Uh, you don't know that, but if you take a peek around the corner, I'll let you see that, yes, he's still floating. All right. I'm going to close the distance and shoot. Close the distance and take a shot. Uh, uh, a hit. And you have an auto pistol, and he has a dodge. Oh, he has no dodge because he's floating. Oh, he has no dodge because he's floating. Yep. So do your yep. full, do burst, do burst damage. Two d ten. Eighteen. Oh, Boom. yeah. And that will. We will Teach say, you we suck will, your dog on me. Yeah. And we will say good. We will say a sweet good night to the man in black. So he he's goes the down. hot dog now, huh? <laughs> Which brings us <laughs> uh, back to Lennon. All right, so uh, just a quick question. We've got medikits. Is this something that we can use on other people, or is it only things that we can use on ourselves? Uh, we You can use it on other people. It's a medicine check. Okay. Yep. Uh, I so have a... It is not a I thing that a... you do in combat, though. It's not a thing to do yeah. in... The, oh, okay. It's like yeah, actual it's... bandages and stuff. It's yeah, not like it's, a... You'll have to... You'll have a spray or something. Yeah, it's not It's not like a healing pack or a stim pack like in a video game. You actually sure. have, to, you have to wait until out of combat. No worries. So basically, I'm just going to walk in the room, and then the one remaining, the guy with the fabulous haircut. Um, yes. I'm just going to try and uh, submachine gun them. Uh, so that's a seven total. Which? Uh, um, let's see. So that would actually that five. Was, uh, okay, meter beat. So yeah, you just barely hit him. You got him, but you did get barely? him. Cool. Yeah, so just that's barely, just but you got him. D10. Yep, D10. Uh, so that's seven points of damage as well. Okay. That is his. That's first blood on that guy though. Um, yeah, we got we got two like, more chances to kill him before he kills one of us. <laughs> yeah, um, I can't. There's nowhere I can run for like cover now because I would have moved my used my movement getting in. Well, or... I mean, you used no. I mean, you didn't use very much of it. You were kind of just behind the door, so you okay. got you in still the, got about case, half I want to get as yeah. safe as possible. So uh, you can you can duck around this corner here if you want to. Yeah, do that'll that. that'll be great. Yep. Okay. 
Yep. All right. All right. That'll do it for Lennon. Muffin is down. Henry. All right. I'm going to uh, approach and pop into the room enough to get a shot off. Hopefully that saves me enough uh, movement to get back out. But um, I would pop yeah. in and take a shot either way. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can, uh, you can get in. Take a shot and, and get up. Not you won't be quite as far down the hallway as you used to be, but uh, that you'll you'll be in the room enough. You elbow you elbows can shadow farther into the room as you get in. You're welcome. Out of my way. It's better than red. I got eight. Eight and oh yeah, so that uh, that hits and that he will take eight points of damage from your laser pistol. He's looking pretty rough, but still well, up. Was that a was that an eight to hit or was that an eight damage? Uh, it's an eight to hit and his laser pistol does eight damage. Right, so I'm backing back up as much as I can. Yeah, you'll get you'll get kind of just barely around the corner, but out of his direct line of sight for the for the moment. I could uh, push Ken. I mean, I don't know if I want to though. I mean, I, I'm saying, well, is it possible for me to try to help Ken Shadow get out with my movement? Not you were trying to get out before, but you were stuck there, right, Ken Shadow? Well, I I had to go all the way around you to get in the room. I didn't even try. I yeah, no, it it was, yeah, he was he was farther down the hall from you, and he had to get into the room. And so, getting back out of the room, he probably would not have made it entirely all the way out, uh, any in any event. And then when you came in, you needed to move him out of the way a little bit. But you can kind of give him a little shoulder nudge or whatever for free, I think. But to like to grab him and move him, you that would slow down your movement by half. Um, gotcha. And so you would you neither one of you would have made it out of the room. But uh, I could just slow my movement down by half if I wanted to grab him, pull him in front of me to use him as a human shield. That sure. Would slow me by half. Sure. It's yeah. a legal move. It's just a dick move. Uh, yes. Yes. Again, right. you can gotcha. do whatever you want to. There's just consequences. Right. I wouldn't yeah. do that. I'm just clarifying the rules. All right. So I'm out of the room. Let's play. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You have to first smear the smear the guy with floor wax before <laughs> yeah, you before before you can do that. All right. So uh, uh, Burns down. Justin Red Barnes. Can Red Barnes save the day? Kill him. Go, go He's going to shoot at me. You just duck in there, fire, and get out. Yeah, so I will duck in, fire, then go past Henry. Duck in, fire, and then run. Yeah, yeah, you got. Yeah, you have enough movement for that. So right, uh, take, roll. take a shot at him. He's short like range. Five or better. Yes, ten. Or a f- I'm re-rolling. Oh, I'm dead. But, I'm but. karma. Spend, yeah, there you go. Natural one, spend me, a karma point. Let me, um, well, I'll mark it off for me. Oh, come for the. <laughs> <laughs> Rod a two. Isn't that what you're you was a five? You're, yeah, no, because uh, it's, uh, they get their dodge. Plus, dodge. Yeah, the, the, the guy. So, uh, so you're hazy, woozy from your wounds. You, 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 the gun jams the first time, you knock it on your, your chest plate, shoot it, and it goes wide because you're, you're not feeling too hot, even with your plus one. So, all right, but you take your shot, you, you miss, but you're able to, you only you only had to move just a little bit to get into the room, so I'm going to let you move down the hallway and sort of get past Henry and you know, kind of slump against the wall. Which brings us to this machine gun guy. He has been shot at a bunch of times, and he's displeased with that, and the target of his ire will be the only one he can see right in front of him, uh, which is Mr. Kinshadow. He's going to miss completely. He's, he, I mean, he's, he's wounded. This is true. And but his view is still obstructed by the uh, by windshield wiper windshield wiper fluid. fluid. Yes, yeah, exactly. so he's having a tough time. Stain his that. nostrils and it all burns. Over his visor, dang or it! Is in his face. Yeah. So that's an eleven to hit. Uh, so that's not good for you. It is not good for that me. That is not good for you. However, you oh, do have so <laughs> now, and and you are wearing you are wearing bulletproof armor, so you do get to knock some of this off. What uh, what is your what's your knockoff? 
Was it five or three? It says kinetic five. Is what okay, I so you get so whatever this is, we're gonna subtract five from it. Okay. Okay. Fifteen okay. points of damage. So subtract five. So you take ten points of damage. I I am down to what red is. <laughs> Sexy. Bang bang bang! Right into your right into your chest armor, but some of it goes into your arms, uh, causing some some pretty good wounds. But you are uh, you're, you're still up. I'm at two. Yes. Oh, two left. I guess. He's a, he's a, he's he's, a, he's looking he's looking rough. He's looking ragged. All right. Ah, so you got me in the blood. That'll t- so he <laughs> is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So he, not being terribly situationally aware, he is not fully appreciating the fact that there's a dude, and he's gonna <laughs> oh, run. Me. He's gonna run that way, thinking he's gonna escape because uh, all of his all the action's <laughs> been coming from the other hallway, as far as he's concerned. Looking at the positioning on the map, he's kind of run out that back door, hit into me from behind, and me being British, I just apologize to him as he goes past. <laughs> oh, let's just have some tea. So, yeah. so <laughs> under under the combat rules, an apology is an action. So, uh, do you want to? I mean, I'll let you do it. No, but, it's okay. I mean, okay. All right. Oh, is it my turn? Or? It's your turn, oh, but... Pardon see, me, but, do you have some floor wax? Yeah, but the problem is he did bump into you, and so now you're yeah. you're at point-blank range. Okay, so at, when you're at point-blank, the rules are change up just a little bit, and we're going to read them here real quick because they're uh, it's important in this Before, case. With, hmm? I was going to say, but that's presuming I'm going to take a shot at him at point-blank, yeah? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah you, could do, you could do something so, else. I was going to say, my question is, is there such a thing as, like, attacks of opportunity in this... Or can I move out of melee range freely? Uh, so he is just this. Is, so okay. So actually, I've complicated this because he is—he's just moving. He's going to reach the end of his move as mm-hmm. he comes up to you. I because he used all of his move up bumping into you. I'm going to let you move out of point blank range if you want to do that first. Because he did—he—he didn't—he he, he, you you surprised him essentially by being there when you how, shouldn't have been. How rough does he look? Pretty rough. He's, he's 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 trying to get away. His 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 there's a flight sure. or fight thing has kicked in, and he is he's definitely in flight mode now. Okay. Um, what I want to do, and you can tell me if this is a terrible idea or not, is I want to disengage my mag boots so I float up, kick him in the chest, which will move me backwards, and then re-engage my mag boots so I can land on the floor. That is that is a Land-up horrible ceiling. idea. Okay, no worries. That, that, and, 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 and there's there's a rules based reason and a physics based one. He has mag boots on, ah, so uh, so and you would not. And so basically, you would be launching yourself straight into the ceiling. At which point, according to the rules, you will take one d10 damage. Um, yeah, I'm not launching yourself that. into the ceiling. I mean, yeah, that is that is a terrible idea. And as an experienced miner, we're <laughs> used to working in zero g. You think yeah. of it. Instantly realize what a terrible idea that would be, and discard the idea immediately. All right, so you'll 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 take a step back until you're out of point blank range, but still within short yep. range. Kablam! Eleven. And you do Ooh. indeed kablam him. Don't even bother rolling damage because that's uh, good. Uh, go all right. Go ahead. Go ahead. And you get you, you and you get your take your full burst damage too. Twenty-one. Uh, oh, pink mist. <laughs> pink mist. The head. The, the, the head. The, the, I mean, like the head pops off. You saw his body in half. This is the other great. This is the other fun thing about Legos. Do, do, I, shoot, do I shoot him in twain? You, you cleft him in twain. <laughs> you have cleft the. You've cleft the bad guy in twain with your with your awesome display of bullet you shooting. You smote him. Yeah, you <laughs> smote him hardcore. All right. Yes. <laughs> kind of kind of hard to see where the uh, the guy ends and the 
the windscreen fluid. Yeah, the, the, he's, he's <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, the, the windscreen fluid. So it's sort of like blue and a little bit of red out here because the dog was shot over nice here. This is like all pink mist over here. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice, a nice rain. Sorry, effect. I interrupted your narrative. Please continue. No, I, I no, no, no. I, I, no this, some people say, "How do you want to do this?" I have clear, clear pictures of how this is done. <laughs> uh, this is this is how it was done, especially with Legos. That's the best part. All right. So, uh, uh, yeah, you you have cleft him in twain, and his 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 bottom half is still there with mag boots on. All right, good job, gentlemen. You have successfully cleared the nest of uh, three and a half life signs aboard the ship. So well done. Okay, buddy, what's on your mind? We're all friendly! So let's just be friendly! Some say he can think myriad baked fruit desserts into existence across the globe, and that he knows pie to a thousand places. But all he knows he's called the Shiv, and he'll put together this week's feedback. <laughs> I know, I know, literal, I know, I know, I know, I know. What was your favorite space sim? What title made you fall in love with the genre? It was last week's community question. All right, Sean Newboy writes in and says, causes research in kind of little quotes there. Booyah, wonderful episode, everyone. My first space sims were Wing Commander 3, Privateer, and TIE Fighter. Classic choices, and yay, and, and thanks again for your feedback last week, Sean Newboy. That was a... Uh, Classic. You've instituted. You've you've you've, uh, you've ushered in a new era here at Guard Frequency. I think that uh, the the knock three times song will become part of the show's official canon. Um, <laughs> it's it, it it is it is a thing that has happened. It is well done. Well done, sir. I, I don't know. I, I you know I, I'm kind of still out on that one, but uh, you know we'll no, give it a shake. It's ex- executive decision. All right. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Which in. executive? 100%. This one right oh, here. Okay. <laughs> the one with the fancy hat. That's oh, me. Yeah. All right. Whatever you say, executive. Mm-hmm. The fancy hat is spoken. All right. Well, some guy named Romulan Ale wrote in. I guess he's a first-time listener. Uh, he says, yeah. hey, Guard Frequency, I'm going to miss being there this week, but I wanted to put in my thoughts for the community question. Eons ago, when Jeff was still old and the world was still cooling, <laughs> I got my first computer. It was completely underpowered. I couldn't play anything on it, but I absolutely loved tinkering with it. I spent hours just trying to figure out how things worked. The only game that I had actually ran was Battlecruiser Millennium. Dear God. Dear God. My machine didn't even meet the minimum requirements, and it crashed quite a bit. But I was fascinated by the scale of the simulation. I was able to float freely in a spacesuit. I could fly a fighter or walk on the deck of my carrier. I could fly to the moon and mine it or fly to another star and, well, the game crashed again and or get killed if I go into combat. But that's not the point. The point is I had fun learning about computers and playing with it as a sandbox. My next machine was awesome, so I got to play all the great space sims. My favorite is most likely Free Space 2, but Battlecruiser started it all for me. Now that's a confession. That's a confession. I can see why he wanted to write that in rather than deal with us on the air. Uh, <laughs> well, saying that, I got to tell you, my uh, back when this whole computer craze started, of course, I knew everything about computers back then. But I had a little. We were uh, about three of us built this little Heath kit, and we co- and we had a cassette tape that loaded the operating system, and and uh, I I won't go into the languages and all that, but I had to code each line. Uh, line by line to get us Star Trek, and this was a was a 
on a black little old television screen that had dots and stuff like a grid. Oh, was it on a grid? Yes. And you moved. And you moved. Oh, I played that game. Yes. I know that game. Yeah. 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 I know that game. That was, yeah, with, with the grid. Yeah. Was this? I in guess. The, yeah. If you, is, is that a space? Is in the back of Computer no. Magazine or something? Well. Technically, it probably was. Technically, it wasn't a space sim, but it was the first game that I ever loaded up and played uh, on a computer, and uh, it did, it was Star Trek. I mean, it was literally yeah. uh, the first. The first. Yeah, you one. had to fire a photon torpedo, yeah. and you blew up Klingons, yeah. and then find then 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 Paramount got wind of the idea that you could make money on video games with Star Trek, and that ruined that. Yeah, but yeah, no, I I remember that. Yeah. I do remember that one. Yeah, no, um, yeah. Battlecruiser. I didn't think that would have been a popular choice, but okay. One of my first space games was actually a BBS game called Trade Wars 2002. Oh, played that uh, one for I ages. Played, I played a hell of a lot of that. But um, speaking of Romulan Ale's specific um, experience with outdated machinery, when I got Privateer, I was still running a 3D6, and the thing played like a slideshow on my computer. But I would still load it up and try <laughs> and get through enough menus and then I would go to my friend's house and install it in his 486 and then and play it as for as much as possible but then come home to the slideshow again <laughs> the 486 huh yeah, all right cutting fancy, edge you know cutting edge technology there that's fantastic yeah I, I think for me it was probably uh, I think X-Wing versus TIE Fighter uh, that would have been mid 90s for me I was in college at the time it was my first space sim and uh, oh my god I stayed up way too late playing that uh, playing that game over and over again so yeah that was yeah all right Battle, would not have thought battlecruiser but that's a good one that's an interesting interesting choice turkish german says space sim is kind of broad i'll go with persistent campaign and storyline where choices have long-term consequence or affect the course of the game and that would be star control 2 released in 92 i did play the hell out of the original but that one doesn't meet my criteria if I broaden the definition to a computer simulating something in space, well, that would probably be asteroids. Oh, yes. The Atari uh, asteroids. Very nice. Also, on the Vulcan ship name, it's already been done. And he points us to the Avro Vulcan, which was a British uh, bomber. And I, th- I think we've actually covered the Avro Vulcan yeah. in a prior squawk box because yeah. it was retiring or something. <clears throat> you know, yeah. a lot of people were, were criticizing Star Citizen for the whole Vulcan naming. You know... It's just in the Greek pantheon thing, you know. It's not like a. It's actually it's Roman. Roman. We discussed I'm this sorry. last week on the show. Okay, it's like Hephaestus or whatever. In Greek. Hephaestus, very good, excellent, very good. And yes, so, right. yeah, but it's, it's not. It's not a new word, and you know, I think it's. No, I, it can be reused as yeah. much as possible. I don't think it's a big deal. As we covered last week, is I mean, I'm being I was being facetious, but the fact that they said the Vulcan hello in their email, just like, oh come on, guys, that, uh, you know, you know that was Lando doing that, right? Making that email. Yes, he's, no, I mean, he's, he's I mean, actually kind of a big Star Trek fan on Twitter, and he plays he plays Star Trek online. Yeah, I mean, he is a, he he actually follows Priority One on Twitter. So if, Lando, if you're listening, hey there. Uh, so I mean, it's uh, I mean, he. I know he's a huge Star Trek fan. So I, but it's just, just, just you, you don't borrow trouble. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> just don't borrow trouble. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and, and along with the fact that it was Discovery's first episode or something like that too. Is yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, yeah, that was know, the title of the first episode. Exactly. It's just you know, it was kind of like <clears throat> yeah, uh, no. Yeah, it just I I know I I I, I kid. A key. So, so I back did. to the Star Control 2 comment real quick. I played yeah. the heck out of Star Control 2 multiplayer. I don't know if any, if any people out there, everybody who is, it was, oh. I think it was two people on the same keyboard 
and you could have two ships fight. <laughs> and each of the ships had, you know, special powers and stuff. And I swear, like, I, it was one of the few games we actually had at my electronics class at school. We played the hell out of Star Control 2 multiplayer. And I say it was a lot of fun. So who'd you play against? Like, classmates? Other classmates, yeah. Yeah, okay, all right. And that, that counted as class. That counted as classwork. It was one of those two-hour classes where the, 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 the instructor had about 30 minutes of work for us to do. So Nice. Yeah, it was my senior year in high school. I didn't care. <laughs> Fantastic. Acrosi writes in and says, Great episode and outstanding RPG segment. My first space sim also happens to be the first game I remember playing, X-Wing. I had a joystick and loved every minute of playing that game and flying and bounty hunting in Elite pulls hard on my nostalgia. Playing X-Wing also resulted in both my love for space sim games as well as caused me to play first person with inverted controls for years. Weirdly, I inexplicably switched from invert to standard a few years ago. P.S. Thanks for the incredible EDRPG answer. You're welcome. And if I have that, if I understand that right, he played first-person shooters with inverted controls, meaning you pushed up to go down yes. and pushed down yeah, to go yeah. up. Okay, yeah. like like in a, like in a flight game. Okay, all right. Yeah, no, I can see that happening. Yeah, like a heathen. All right. <laughs> Rex Gray writes in and says, "Great show, guys. I was a couple episodes behind, so I have to say I really loved episode 200. And add another one to the list of those who enjoyed the dot gags." I also liked the new intro music to GPR and was really glad to hear the return of the RPG segment. Although I have to admit I am a bit disappointed you guys killed the dog while it was just sitting and staying. Damn, <laughs> even called it good. Such a waste of a good robo dog. Did we, we didn't actually kill it, did we? It, you know, it, it, what, uh, the way that the game wound up is that you basically, the GM says that you like broke the robot parts, but the dog part is still alive. I see. And so Henry, you heard no, the no, dog? It, it was a cyber, it was a cyber attack dog. There, it was going. The play test I did with it, the dog murdered everyone. Like it was a bad dog. It, it, it was you a heard, bad, you heard bad the dog. dog. You heard the now, dog. In our, in our play test, in our play test, I'm done the with dog you guys. basically TPK. You heard the dog. The dog TPK. No, 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 hang on. I don't want to give away the ending, Jeff. You'll have to listen to the show, but the dog is not actually dead. All right. And and, and there are there are consequences to the dog not being dead, which are hilarious. Okay. That that we, that you'll that you'll get to do to a, free, a, a future show. Top, I don't care. Just it the consequences of what happened to the dog made some good radio. Let's just say it. Let's just let's call it like that. It's it, right. it's 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 okay. Uh, yeah, but but yeah. Rest assured. Rest assured. You haven't heard the last of the dog. Okay, uh, please continue. Please continue, Kid Shadow, yes. Rex Gray also says, My first space sim was Wing Commander 2. I remember first playing it in my grandfather's basement. When my folks saw how much I enjoyed it, they bought me X-Wing to play at home. My dad and grandfather both had setups including old serial joysticks. They raised me the right way to enjoy a good sim and it stuck. Back then, it was a simple stick with two buttons. Now I'm rolling with my SciTech X52. Sing the praises, brother. That's it. That's that, the way. That, that's the way it began. A- amen, amen, Rex Gray. I still have my Gravis Blackhawk serial joystick. I still have joystick. my Gravis Phoenix. I can go get it up off the shelf right now. I can go get my Blackhawk. I'll go get it. I'll, I'll, bring, I'll, I'll bring it right here. I'll do it. I'll bring it right here. I'll do it. I'll man. do it. Don't make me. I'll do it. I had I had something similar too on a serial setup for Wing Commander Two. That is, I, they had the the CD-ROM version, which was all super fancy. Oh, you were hardcore if you had a CD-ROM yes. in your 486. No, it was on the 386. 
386. <laughs> oh man, that is super hard. That is super hardcore. 386. Yeah, no. By the time you got the, to the Pentiums, everybody had one. Oh, yes. I mean, you know, by then you, you know, you weren't, you weren't anything if you didn't have a CD-ROM with your Pentium. Yeah. You got to get that full motion video, buddy. That's right. The 120 megahertz of raw power in that Pentium, <laughs> the Pentium processor. Ken from Chicago writes in and says, with Star Citizen adding the Vulcan and Terrapin to the Cutlass Red, Endeavor Hope, Carrick, etc., increasing the number of search and rescue ships, it occurs to me your org might need a name to distinguish from the podcast. I have a suggestion, Thunder Guards. And then Ken from Chicago put together another video, which tells me that Ken from Chicago has way no Ken from way Chicago. We need too much to time hire on his Ken from Chicago to be our PR. Okay, uh, we'll create a new position for Ken from Chicago, and we'll call him our video editor. Great, congratulations, Ken. You're you're hired. You you heard it here first. You weren't even applying for the job, and you got it. Well done. You can you can sl- slip me my cut later. Yeah, yeah, you're cut of yeah. The, we all get paid remarkable amounts of money. But anyway, he. Uh, there's a well, there's a link to his Twitter, and if you're not following Ken from Chicago and you like guard frequency things and priority one things, you are just missing out because he put together an entire intro for the Thunder Guards. And guess what? It's, guess what's based on Jeff? I know exactly what it's based on. Thunderbird. What's it based on, Jeff? No. <laughs> <laughs> so we 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 have an org name it's guard frequency response but this the thunder guards thing is 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 a which fun I'll, little video which i have just decided since i'm running the oregon star citizen will now be an elite stars unit for guard frequency response okay all right so the thunder guards are are within the yes with it's it's a, it's it's the it's the creme de la creme the creme de la creme that. okay yeah that fantastic all right so it's official it's official jeff just declared it yep. so good job yeah, so no, it's it's a fun it's a it's a fun little video with with some Star Citizen uh, 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 captures and stuff blows up and people fly around and it's 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 quite a quite a tour de force. So thank you, Ken from Chicago. You get you get this week's double gold star feedback for that one. But but Ken's video spawned some fan art from Jason Smith that said Thunderguard go, and then there's me with my face photoshopped onto I'm assuming a Thunderbird with a Spaceship, big green spaceship on the side. I love like the the almost intentionally awkward angle that you're looking down to add to the, I, the mysteriousness I, of it. Yeah, well, I mean, I think I think he took a picture off like one of our show posts and like pasted it in, and like that's not my ear. That's the thing. <laughs> that's not my it's, ear. That's, that's, that's not the my show ear. title right there. That's not my, my ear. ear. Looks nothing like that. That is that is this absolutely not my ear. I'm oh, appalled and insulted. <laughs> Yeah, yeah this really makes, this really makes me want to make like make like machinima now, like a Thunderbird style, like uh, Star Citizen or Elite like machinima, where we, we do like we do like 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 faux puppets and like an in-game screen sh- in-game video. What do you think? Uh, uh, I can help you with the in-game video because the Elite the Elite Elite setup's pretty good. The Elite camera setup's pretty nice. I'm just gonna get some of the puppets. We, yeah, marionettes. We need to you need to find a marionette person. You know, calling all listeners. If any of you all are marionette people. Alec Turner writes in and says, Hi, guys. Still loving the show? Anywho, thought you'd like to know that Sandro has now explained how the new KWS is going to work in Elite Dangerous. It's pretty simple, really. And then provides a link to a uh, YouTube video. Bit late, but another thumbs up for the dot joke. Maybe not every week, though, huh? Anyway, just wanted to say, Reed, that's 20% Elite Dangerous retention statistic from what I've seen from people who quit 
I'm willing to bet that at least 50% of the quitters had hundreds of hours in the game. You'll see it all the time. I've played this game for three years and it's just boring. Nothing to do. Er, yeah, all right. So, yeah, uh, so the, the video basically is uh, a bunch of, of, of people uh, looking incredulous as walls o text go by. I think if I if I can do a little uh, uh, interpretation, I believe Mr. Alec Turner. Uh, his point is that what was once a very simple concept to explain that took me less than four minutes on a recent Nuggets for Nuggets segment has now become a little unwieldy. Um, and it, it's true, it is a little unwieldy, but that's part of the crime and punishment system, which is you know it's 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 the danger of making changes to a game when it's been released. There's a, uh, everything you do affects other moving parts so yeah it's 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 a little a little more complicated than it used to be jason says he got the picture from twitch he's on from twitch he's on he's oh okay all right so he cropped it from twitch not my ear that's the important thing that's 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 what we want to make sure tony okay enough about that's that's what we need to take away about not your ear really it is your ear though i can see it right there it's It's not my ear jason you need to step up the, the 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 ear photoshopping yeah, yeah. Now, for, fortunately, what we've done now is we've now cemented the title for this week's show. So, yeah, it, it's not my year. All right. No new Patreon. Oh, really? Reports of patches arriving have come in. And this week's community question. Have you seen the Starfighter Inc. footage? Want them to open up another round of pre-release access for your preview pleasure? And otherwise, how was the show? Were we your first Space Sim podcast love? Or was there somebody else out there in the deep black? Either way, let us know. Drop us an email, a tweet, or comment on our show post, which you can find on our website and over on our Facebook page. And that brings us to the end of episode 202 of Guard Frequency. We'll be back with episode 203 on March 6, 2018. So be sure to keep an eye out for our shows over at GuardFrequency.com. We'd like to thank the entire team at Guard Frequency and the Priority One Network. Thanks to our community manager, Justin Chivalry Bean Lowmaster, our artist, Ben Sanders, and of course, our audio engineers, Mikey and Lennon. Thanks to our syndication partner, The Bass, and special thanks to Ronald Jenkins for his permission to use his music in our show. Visit RonaldJenkins.com for more of his work. But above all, we especially want to thank you folks for tuning in. If no one's listening out there, the deep black gets pretty lonely. Reduce thrust. Yeah, I don't think... Uh, let me double check. I'm actually on the page now. Sorry, Mikey, you'll have to cut this part, and we'll just have an answer for Ken Shadow's question do, here in just a Knock three times on the ceiling if you want me. There we go. Yeah, he's changing it. We're changing it now. <laughs> Why don't we do... Hang on. Uh, let me... I almost, I, almost, I almost had a good segue there. Why don't we... Dang it. I, then I opened up Flight Deck. And then I opened up Galactic Public Radio instead of Flight Deck, because now I have to get the transition session. And on that note, now that we're all caught up with the latest space... Damn it, I still did it wrong. Sorry, Mikey. <laughs> beep, beep. I even have it up right in front of me now. And on that note, now that we're all caught up with the latest space sim news, let's get up. On... Pilots Federation officials are concerned with the volume of necrotic sales and the alias... Hang on, narcotics. You're saying necrotics, oh. like, like a wizard. Like a wizard.
Pilots Federation officials are concerned with the volume of narcotic sales and alien. <sighs> Pilots Federation officials are concerned with the volume of narcotic sales. Sellus, <laughs> <laughs> narcotic sellus, the uh, sellus primus system. Say that eight times fast. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. Mm.